Hello, I'm Martin Nyanzu, and this is the Unsettled Podcast, a podcast for those who are looking for answers. In today's episode, we will be discussing the self. Who are you? How do you determine your identity? What makes you, you? These are questions that many will struggle to correctly answer today. Our current cultural temperature shows that sexuality is at the center of what it means to be you. Our society is falling apart because the self is the determiner of truth based on one's social taste. In the past, the group was bigger than the self. Today, the self is bigger than the group. How a person feels has pride of place than what has been the standard of society years ago. How did we get here? So what normally happens in our society is that we find an unacceptable behavior. And when this behavior is found, the second thing we do is to develop technology that will facilitate this behavior. And then after that, the third thing we do is that as technology becomes an enabler, arguments against that behavior begin to lose ground. So this is what I mean. Let's say that, let's talk about abortion. So abortion is a behavior that's biblically unacceptable. But what society do, we do in our society is that we find that behavior and then we make it easy to practice that behavior through contraceptives or any other kind of technology to just boost it up. So we use technology to push it onto the point where now because technology has made it so easy for us to practice this behavior, now the original argument against it lose ground because of technology. You can apply this principle to artificial intelligence. There are some things we're doing today in in our lives, in our culture, that maybe it's a no-no. But once artificial intelligence begins to take hold of our culture, it will make these things easy. And then all of a sudden, the argument we've had in the past against these practices can no longer hold because technology has made it possible. We live in a world today where we can use technology to create reality. Self-creation is a common part of our society. Now, how do we find ourselves? Talking about self. We normally, in the past, we've normally found ourselves through social activities. The true self is given by society and learned. We were all born into this world. So once we're born into our families, we're growing up, we go to school, we get a job, we depend on people around us to find ourselves. Every child born into any family would grow finding themselves based on what their mom and dad tell them, the stories they give them, their background. So nobody came into this world saying that I have my own way of identifying myself No, we were born into this world, born into a family, born into a community. And everybody around us, everything around us 
help us to identify, to, to determine who we are. Now, it has never been an individual creation. We learn who we are when we follow the rules of the larger community to which we belong. It can be in the church. It can be at school. It can be on the job. There are always and has always been standards. So we always find ourselves based on the standards of the larger community, which we are part of. But this is being reversed in our culture today. The modern self seeks identity from within. We find purpose and well-being by committing to something outside ourselves. So in life, we've always find purpose. We've always found meaning by committing something greater than us. The soldier on the battlefield can die for another because of the purpose and the meaning they have found in serving their nation. So that has always been the standard. One is only self among other selves. That is how we, we find ourselves. I am only a self because I am within other selves. We find ourselves through interactions with our family, friends, not when we tell them what we feel and then they affirm it. In our culture today, people are finding themselves based on their internal feelings and then getting other people to affirm. That has not been the way it's been in the past. And this is what we call expressive individualism. This is a term coined by Canadian philosopher Charles Taylor to mean that the human self finds meaning by giving expression to how he or she feels and desires. For Taylor, this self dwells in what he calls the culture of authenticity. The culture of authenticity says, do not conform to societal norms because each of us have our own way of realizing our humanity. And it is important to find and live out one's own. Do not conform to the norm. Here, the self must be protected against the community. For the modern self, the commitment is not to groups in order to find the self. But the commitment is to the self. In the traditional world, the self was a giver. In the modern world, the self is a taker. So in other words, until we give, you know, we came to a point in our society where the self is projected, the rise of the modern self, according to Carl Truman, we always depended on the, on, on, on the community factor so that we can find ourselves. The modern self goes to school, work, or church to be affirmed instead of to be formed. So today, people are going to churches, they're going to schools, they're going to workplaces, and they're telling us, I identify as this. So call me this, affirm me. But these were places, especially in our schools and churches, that we go not to be affirmed, but to be transformed or to be formed. Individuals are given the space to express who they are inside, in our schools and in our churches and in our communities. Our schools are, not, are no longer safe places anymore. 
The self sees anything that hinders its happiness to be harmful and must be rejected, especially societal norms. This is why we live now in a cancel culture. So if you stand in somebody's way by telling them the truth, you are leading to their unhappiness. So you have to be canceled. But the fact is, no matter how we project the self, no matter how we ignore society, no matter how we want to break away from societal norms, society is still in charge. In the pre-modern world, it has always been society imposing standards of right or wrong on us. While the modern self is creating its own meaning, that meaning, because it is not universally true, is selective and only in some areas. This is what I mean. Since sexuality has become the basis of identifying a person and finding so-called happiness, it should have been the case for all other sexual orientations. But society has not removed all limits yet. People who have proclivities towards children are still not allowed to act on it. So, it is now clear, not all feelings are legitimate because society will not allow a certain form of sexual orientation such as pedophilia. Now, we've been told the reason why some people don't accept Christianity is that it is oppressive. When you hear someone say Christianity is oppressive, this is what I think they mean. Because Christians have always claimed that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, then we're being oppressive because we're pushing these ideas on people. And apparently, Christians have been oppressive for 2,000 years until now. But that is not how oppression works. It denies a person free choice. If we're talking about real oppression, real oppression denies a person free choice. As a matter of fact, it is counter-gospel to force anyone into the kingdom. Now, let me, let me show you what oppression really is in our culture today. When the modern self says that I no longer seek satisfaction and meaning from the standards of society, but I will create my own and demand others to acknowledge it, that is coercion. That is oppressive. It is oppressive to ask people to call someone a certain name or lose their job. In the past, oppression occurred by a physical act. Now, it is occurring through words. Oppression is the very thing America has worked very hard to outlaw. Now we are back to it. What was previously evil has now become good. I, I strongly believe that some Christians, thinking that, well, I'll call somebody, if they ask me to call them he, she, or they, or them, I'll go with it just for the sake of peace, I believe that some of these Christians have been oppressed because Christianity has never oppressed anyone. We've never put a gun at the head of anybody to accept Jesus or they die. We've never told anybody to accept Jesus or they lose their job. If the founding fathers of America 
wanted to be oppressive, they could have forced everybody to accept Jesus or mention the name of God because this nation was found on, on, under those ideals. But they gave everybody freedom of religion. And so Christianity has never been oppressive. But to tell somebody that you have to call me by this name, or if you don't, you are being insensitive, that's oppressive. That's op oppression. So those who have gone to academic spaces or maybe workspaces and have been told to call certain people by a certain name, and if they don't, they will lose their job, that's oppression. And I want to believe that a lot of people have been oppressed. Your feelings have not been taken into account. So when this kind of oppression takes over, then language will be contested. So now you can't speak freely anymore. You have to edit your words because people will be policed for words that cause harm or is deemed offensive. Where a person is born and the color of their skin is sacred. They have no choice over that. Identifying as they or them is not sacred, but an individual self-determination. The former is a human rights issue. The latter cannot be unless we force our way through the court of law to make it so. There are only two genders. Men have XY chromosomes. Women have XX chromosomes. And this is binary. Women have pelvic bone. The last time I checked, the, one of the bones in humans that is found only in females is the pelvic bone. Men don't have this. Men don't have a pelvic bone. The bone of men also is heavier than the bone of women. And this is biology. A woman is not a person who identifies as a woman. It's like saying money is anything you can call money. If a woman cannot give birth, they still have a womb and pelvic, and they are of the nature to give birth. When a person is born with two genitalia, one will always be weak and the other stronger. Besides, they can be tested for the presence of a womb, pelvic, or even bone density. There are different ways doctors can use to test a person if the person is a hermaphrodite. There are ways to tell if this person is a male or a female. So a person who is born with two genitalia simply has an abnormal condition. It does not mean or make sex become something on a spectrum. Now, when we manage to get rid of anything God from our institutions and our society, guess who will be in charge? You guess right. Man. We are not trying to get rid of God so that there will be nothing. We do not live in isolation. We are created to live with others for a reason. When we see others experience what we have experienced, it helps us understand what is common to humanity. And this makes life livable and hopeful. Because we can find ourselves in others. 
As I bring this episode to a close, I want to remind us that no matter how we elevate ourselves, no matter how we make ourselves feel, finding our true self, purpose, and meaning is not something we arrive at looking within. Because God has created us and he's a relational being, the more we relate among ourselves, the more we find ourselves in community. That is how we become tech. That is how we find purpose. That's how we find meaning. And that is why a father who loves a son would not mind dying for their own son. Because there is purpose and meaning that they found laying their life low for the other. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Unsettled Podcast. In our next episode, I have my good friend and mentor, someone who has impacted me so much, Dr. Mbayani Mahango, Socrates, will be joining us to talk about artificial intelligence and transhumanism. Remember to subscribe and follow us on social media. This podcast is available on all platforms, on YouTube and on our website, liveonsettled.org. I am Martin Yanzu. Until next time, God bless you.